This is the Citizen of Heaven podcast number 192, Depression, Part 2. I am Hal Hammonds, and I am a Citizen of Heaven, and your embedded correspondent in Satan's world. Thanks for coming back. B.J. Seib and Kylie Seib, who work with the Church of Christ in Danville, Kentucky, are back with the second part of our conversation. The focus this time, social media. Are the relationships we are forming through the internet part of the solution or part of the problem? And can we tell the difference? BJ and Kylie have some great things to say on the subject. And if you listen carefully, you may also catch the contributions of little Fintley Grace Sipe in the background. The deeper you wade into the social media ocean, the more you will encounter people drowning there and crying for help. In my experience, they get it. Dozens, if not hundreds, of comments pour in with affirmation, adulation, and the ubiquitous promises of whatever we can do. But is this making the problem better or worse? Can we tell the difference between genuine distress calls and old-fashioned begging for compliments? And how important is it for us to try? So, last night... I was just scrolling on Facebook for a minute and, you know, I follow some mommy pages that just share helpful kid stuff or things other moms might be going through. And there was an article posted and this, it caught my attention because the title said something to the effect of, I never should have become a mom. I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. So, you know, I'm curious. I clicked on it and it's this woman just ranting and carrying on and on and on about how she literally loathes motherhood. Her son is five months old and she can't stand rocking him. She can't stand changing his diaper. She can't stand this, can't stand that. All sorts of colorful language thrown in there. And, you know, there's that shock factor. I'm like, oh my goodness. Well, she needs some counseling. Like if you really feel that strongly about your role as a mother, you probably shouldn't have become a mother. And not to mention, there are plenty of people out there who would love to rock your sweet baby to sleep. Not to mention, you. <laughs> there are so many people who long for those days to come back to them. It just resonated with me because, you know, we're knee deep in parenthood over here. We've got (laughs) a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a two-month-old. And right now with our two-month-old, we are going through some serious feeding struggles. She just had a major tire vision in her mouth a week ago, and tomorrow we have a follow-up and a checkup with that. And so I'm over here triple feeding. I'm pumping, nursing, and bottle feeding just to keep her weight from falling off the charts. Hmm. And so I read this and I'm like, well, yeah, motherhood is exhausting, but isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Isn't that what we sign up for? And that's not to diminish the hard parts of it because I can attest it's hard. It's hard, but it's worth it. So I posted something in the comments to that effect and I regretted it. Instantly, <laughs> because I had several people jump on there and say, well, she's just expressing how she feels. It's hard. She can hate it if she wants. And I was like, well, my goodness. So are we just going to reaffirm this attitude of I don't like it, so I'm not going to do it? And 
I think we see that in social media a lot where people say it's just freedom of speech and expressing their emotions, but sometimes those emotions don't need to be expressed, but between you, God, and a counselor. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, what purpose does it serve to air everything on social media? Well, it's for affirmation. It's because that person feels guilty about what they're feeling or saying, and they want other people in the same boat to reach up and say, oh, yeah, I get it. I feel you. I'm right there with you. And sometimes that can be a good thing, and sometimes that can be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all that's going to do is keep us in that valley and keep us thinking, well, this is normal. This is how it's supposed to feel. This is how I'm supposed to behave. No, it's not. No, sometimes you need to accept responsibility and get help. Two people can share the same information with others publicly, whether it's through social media or through a conversation. But what's your motivation behind why you're sharing that information? Am I seeking a pat on the back or am I seeking a helping hand up? And there's a big difference between those two things. You know, someone can get online or in a conversation with someone, you know, start sharing very personal things. And they're not interested in help. They're not interested in being challenged. They're not interested in in being guided. They're interested in being told there's nothing wrong with you. This is the same principle spiritually that Paul warned against about accumulating teachers for themselves because they have itching ears, you know, to tell them the things that they want to hear. You know, the bad thing that social media has done is it's given everybody a voice and some people don't (laughs) need that kind of an outlet um, because it is, it is a temptation for them to fuel their ego and stroke their pride. And we can tend to surround ourselves with people with similar awful skills. So, you know, if something's awful to me, I'd really like to hear from people who it's also awful to them mm-hmm. and not so much offering perspective. Right. But then there's a difference between doing what scripture really calls for us to do, which is confession, reaching out for help and asking for help and saying, like, I'm struggling with this and I need the help of those who are equipped to help me with this. I've spent a lot of time talking about the power of vulnerability in a biblical sense when we do it in a biblical way. I'm not talking about just sharing any kind of information with anybody and trying to get as many attaboys as we can get. When I've struggled with sinful things like pornography or with pride, there have been times where I have shared that even in a public sense because I needed help. And said, listen, this is something that I'm dealing with. This is something that I'm struggling with. Who is equipped to help me with this? You know, who is equipped to give me a handout? That's very different than, you know, looking for everyone to comment and say, oh, it's, you know, don't worry about it. You're a good man. Everybody does this. You know, this is just part of being human. There's nothing wrong with you, which is what a lot of people are looking for. The power of vulnerability in in allowing that which is wrong to be exposed in our life, it's its hard because it does make us vulnerable. We are apt to receive 
some comments that are not so constructive or hands up. There's someone that wants to come along and kick you while you're down. When you allow yourself for the right motivation to be vulnerable and express things, looking for help and looking for guidance and looking for correction and support in a biblical constructive sense, you will find that kind of community in being vulnerable and allowing yourself to do this. And that's part of why God created the church. That's part of why we're called to bear one another's burdens, but we can't bear each other's burdens if we don't know what they are, if we're not willing to share those with each other. But there's a big difference between those two things. I think it's pretty obvious. Most of the time you can see through it when someone is seeking true support or when someone is seeking validation that they probably don't need. And I think important to note is the platform on which we do that. God created a platform, like BJ mentioned, it's the church. (laughs) Seek your support through real people. You don't need to air all your dirty laundry on social media and get comments and likes and messages from people who you probably never see. You probably rarely talk to. That's a false sense of community Mm -hmm. and a false sense of vulnerability. If you want to be truly vulnerable, go talk to your best friend and ask for prayers. If you want real community, call up your elders and their wives and ask to meet with them. That's what God's called us to. He hasn't called us to let the whole world know what we're going through. Because I think when we do that, we kind of trick ourselves and we lie to ourselves in a lot of ways. I think tricking ourselves is exactly what it is. I was going back to BJ's foray into brain chemistry. I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. I read Start With Why. I'm reading Leaders Eat Last right now. And, And he talks a lot about dopamine and serotonin and that there is a very easy way that we can trick ourselves into trading serotonin for dopamine. Serotonin is well-being. It's a status. It feeds itself. You're contented. You're happy. You're going through life pretty good. And dopamine is that hit of satisfaction when you check something off your list or you finally get that cigarette that you've been waiting for or or on social media, you put something out there and, and somebody hits you, somebody hits you and, oh, it feels good. Okay, good. You're not Mm -hmm. trying to improve your life. You're trying to feel better about yourself right now. And it's a short-term fix that ultimately makes the problem worse because you wind up deadening yourself to these things and you persist in this downward spiral. I remember an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond way back in the day. That may be before your day. I don't know. Oh, no. We love it. (laughs) There's there's an episode where Ray's brother is is in some financial problems and he's, he's been a little irresponsible and things aren't going very well. And Ray decides to give him a big wad of money, a couple thousand dollars or something. And he is so happy and so contented and and so grateful. It's just a wonderful, best. I have the best brother in the world. And he takes that money and goes to Las Vegas with it. And Ray's upset about this. That is not what I had in mind. I wanted you to pay your bills with this. I wanted you to help out. You know, you don't understand what I needed in that moment was to feel good about myself. I needed to recharge. I need to take a deep breath and realize life's okay. And of course, your typical TV watching audience, Pat's uh, the brother on the back and said, you're, you're okay. You're going to be all right. 
And the common sense older brother who's trying to inject a little sense of reality here, speaking as an older brother, we say, no, (laughs) that's not right. I'm not trying to help you feel better in the moment. I'm not opposed to helping you feel better in the moment. I'm all in favor of that. But a much better idea is to put you in a different situation where you're going to start feeling better because your situation is better, because you are feeding good habits instead of bad habits. And I think that this is part of a very broad-based, short-term, shallow way of looking at the world. The friends that Kylie was talking about that that will jump in on social media and pat them on, it's easy to do that. I can spend five seconds putting some kind of positive comment on a hurting sister's thread. Usually they're women, sorry. And, uh, and I feel better about myself. I did a little something to help somebody. Isn't that wonderful? Well, maybe this well-intentioned glad-handing, patting on the back, maybe this is feeding the monster. Maybe this is making the situation worse instead of better. I think one of the things we see that's very prevalent on social media is where we should be spending time in repentance talking to God. We spend time feigning repentance talking to everybody else except for him. Yeah. And that is very dangerous. That is very, has the appearance of godliness and righteousness, but it is the furthest thing from it. I guess the question is, how much are we going to trust ourselves to know the difference between the two? You know, the Bible talks a lot about forgiveness, talks a lot about about trust and believing all things and, and that sort of thing. At some point, it becomes one of those, are you going to believe me or your lying eyes kind of thing? I don't know if it's a common sense thing. I don't know if it's a judge righteous judgment thing. I think Kylie had mentioned something along the lines of common sense before, or, or you can tell the difference. I don't know if we can tell a hundred percent, but there, there is a difference for people who are paying attention for people who want to discern the spirits as it were between someone who's looking for attention and someone who's crying for help. And maybe maybe that's the key. Maybe you touched on that already. The idea of, here's what you can do for me. I'm laying my soul out in front of you, and I'm asking for your prayers, and it's my fault, and and I need help. Maybe it's not my fault. Maybe it's somebody else's fault. But hmm. Versus, look at me, look at me, look at me. I just needed to vent. I hate that phrase. Yeah. I just needed to vent. I just need to tell somebody about this. A lot of times what I what I'll say is I'll put an asterisk and say gossip. Yeah. I just needed to gossip. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you can tell and I think also that's where real relationships really play a huge role. Because somebody I might not know well, you know, I I should probably give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, and maybe a private message of encouragement would go a lot further than, you know, just a passing by comment. But ultimately, one, only God knows hearts. Somebody might have the best intentions and say it the wrong way. Totally possible. Two, I don't think you really know uh, unless you take the time 
to know them, to know a person. And again, I really don't think social media is the appropriate platform for gaining true insight and true help, true wisdom. You know, if, if I need to know why my baby is spitting up 42 times a day, sure. There's a ton of moms out there who mm-hmm. <laughs> will gladly offer support and help, but something more personal, um, that's why we have real people in our lives, not just their Facebook names. So I think we do ourselves a huge disservice when we limit our support system and our interactions to online. You've been listening to the Citizen of Heaven podcast. Thank you for your support. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and or on YouTube. Comments, corrections, and suggestions are always welcome. Please feel free to follow me through Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, or Instagram, or check out my webpage, www.howhammonds.com. Until next time, be strong and courageous, fight the good fight of faith, and do all things in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Hal Hammonds, the Citizen of Heaven, signing off.